0: Alright, so, uh, today, continuing the Law of One, we're at Session 101. This was received December 21, 1982, and we may note that uh, Session 100 before it was about three weeks prior, and Session 102 um, happens to be three months later, and so the space between sessions is increasing uh for the last the next five sessions or till the end, we'll see most of them being um, significantly personal material, uh, so much so that a number of sessions are nearly all book 5 commentary like the next one 103. Oh, I'm sorry 102. And so session 102 is all, uh, personal commentary or material that was put into book five. <clears throat> 103 is half and half. Uh 104 actually is a hundred percent. 105 <laughs> as well. Uh, and then 106 is the end of the line. Uh and also all. So 104, 5, and 6 are all only personal commentary. And I remember in the old days, uh, there was no Book 5. There was only Books 1 through 4. And I remember that um, I didn't really know the ending of the situation so well because uh, all of these sessions, uh, 100 through 106, were not even in Book 4. Or very little was put in, I guess, because it was uh, put into Book 5. Or it... uh, wasn't um publicly released initially and you'll see that they've had they're having a lot of troubles and so uh let's just jump in commentary on book 5 or from book 5 um first is Jim and then Carla talking about their individual and group process so Jim begins uh, session 101 Jim says in session 101 meaning this one I got an excellent opportunity to work on my anger, frustration, distortion again. This time, however, it was not pointed only at myself. This, quote, negative wisdom was pointed at Don over a period of two days when it was time to have books two and three reprinted. Don wanted to put all of the books, one, two, and three, into one book instead. It didn't matter that that was impossible due to lack of money to do it the way Don wanted to do it which is typeset and hardback, what mattered was that I allowed a disharmony to result that went unresolved for two days. This became an excellent opportunity for our friend of negative fit density to manify, magnify the difficulty, and the means by which this was done proved to be quite interesting, especially to me, when I developed a rare kidney disease. It was called lipoid nephritis, or minimal change syndrome, and Sunnah had gained about 30 pounds of water weight as a result of it. The last sentence in the first paragraph of Ra's response seems to us to be the key concept in this particular incident. The last two sentences in that response are interesting in their general application to all seekers, so we'll get to that later. He goes on, You will note toward the middle of this session that another house in Atlanta is mentioned as a possible location for our group, We were still hoping to get closer to Don's work so that there would be less strain on him in getting his job, getting to his job. Later we found a third house which will be mentioned in session 105, and it was this house that we eventually moved to in November of 1983, which is uh, over a year, about a year from when this was written here, or session 101. So it took them another year to move. Finally, he goes on, the next to last question concerns another instrument who had reported difficulties with her body swelling, much as mine had done. Don asked if there were any way that we could give her information about her condition, since we had just talked to her on the phone to compare the swelling in the ranks of our two groups. The first paragraph of Ra's response lays out the general principle which affects all individuals and groups doing work of a more intensive service to others' nature. The second paragraph of Ra's response refers to the situation in which that particular instrument worked, but the general application of those concepts is obvious. So when we get into the text down down the page here, we'll see Ra's uh, philosophical commentary on the metaphysics of um, particularly uh, mind-body interaction as mind distortions generate uh, body illness symptomology, uh, quickly or over long term, both, and particular mental distortions manifest in particular places of the body. So kidney disease having difference than some than uh, you know heart disease, uh, <clears throat> and so in Jim's case, we're talking about the the connection between anger frustration. Uh, aversion complex, and kidney, kidney disease, or kidney symptomology, and then water gain, water weight gain. Uh, many t- in Chinese medicine, the kidneys are associated with with uh, sorrow. Um, in Chinese medicine, the liver is associated with anger, but everything you know is related to everything in the body. All the systems interplay. <clears throat> so there's a close relationship with kidney and and liver obviously so uh, and and so reading disease um, is uh, interpretation of the significance as pertains particular mind distortions of any particular disease or symptomology and that um, is is very subtle because one one disease process of two people may have entirely different um, metaphysical basis and um, interpretation know correct diagnosis in terms of uh, relevant mind distortions. So that's difficult. (laughs) So anyway, Ra's answers to the group definitely have application to others. And finally he adds, the combination of healing approaches found my my condition in remission within six months otherwise meaning it went away uh, but it took six months so now everybody's under attack and everybody's um, uh, suffering a bit Uh, even Jim here basically has this water weight gain and all sorts of problems for six months and that may be one reason why the next session was delayed three months into March of the next year. Carla's section, Carla writes, I wish you could have seen the look on Dr. Stuart Graves' face when that worthy reviewed Ross's diagnosis. He carefully looked up the known cause of Jim's variety of kidney disease and found that insect bites and the allergic reaction to them were a rarely found but duly noted cause of the condition. In the absence of any other possible cause, it was recorded an aller- allergic reaction. Oddly, when I experienced kidney failure as a teenager, allergic reaction was also the doctor's best guess as to cause. By this time, it may seem to you that psychic greetings were really occupying our time, and you would be right. As Jim and Ra both say, it is easier to be noticed when you're standing in a spotlight. Metaphysically, the contact with those of Ra was a blinding sinusure. Although we continued... Although we continued to be obscure and completely anonymous in any earthly sense, we had become very noticeable to the, quote, loyal opposition, meaning Orion or negative entities of higher dimensions than this. To my mind, the fatal weakness of our group was its humanity in dealing with 3 NAS, Number three. Although, in fact, our consciously known energies were in perfect, perfect harmony and agreement, there were human distortions far human distortions from below the level of conscious control that allowed a wedge to be driven in between Don and me, so he lost faith in us, meaning she and he. When he began experiencing this profound depression, which seemed to overtake him at a crawling yet inexorable pace, his utter disdain for any opinion but his own did not stand him in good stead. This was the beginning of a pattern that in the end turned fatal, and ended my beloved companion's life and dear Ra's contact with our group. Does this constitute a suggestion that a group should not work unless the energies are two by two, and only couples can join in? Not significantly, I do not think, but it is certainly something to ponder. Could we have done better? After years of the Joycean, ian agenbeit of Inuit, that's James Joyce, I still do not think we could have. our behavior was at all times a true manifestation of ourselves in no wise did either Jim or myself ever even think to change the relationship with each other or with Donald and Don had ever kept his own counsel and there was no hope that he would come to me or Jim and tell us what he, what worries he had in his mind and heart further when any group works and lives together Regardless of whether the number is paired or singles are mixed in, there will always be human error in the manifested life of each, and to the extent that people's distortions and fears have a dynamic, there will be misunderstandings and confusion pulling back and apart from total trust. So it behooves all those working with the light, hoping to be a positive influence on the planetary consciousness, to communicate at once those fears and doubts that might pile up inside. If we had ever been able to talk with total openness, Don and I, I think I could have set his mind at ease. But Don would not have been himself if he had done so, nor would I have been myself if I had somehow known Don was doubting my fidelity. Being within myself, I cannot imagine, either then or now, Anyone thinking that I would be disloyal or untrue to any agreement, I have never done that in this incarnation. Ultimately, one looks at such a pickle as we got into, and knows its utter perfection and inevitability. I have, and will always think of Don, my BC, every hour of every day, and his suffering is ever before me but I no longer feel the keen sorrow that laid me low for the first few years after his death. All is well, nothing is lost, and I can feel the sun on my face this day without the urge I used to have to stay in the shade and mourn my losses. Time has restored my broken spirit and let my being flow sweetly and rhythmically again. And Donald is right here, within. Interestingly enough, we often get mail saying that Don has helped them, either with something from his work or in an actual visitation. Don's great generosity of spirit, freed from the constrictive hold he had on it while alive, has overflowed into timelessness, and I think his service will continue as long as there are those who need his special brand of wisdom and depth of soul. Ra's statement that the source of catalyst is the self especially the higher self, is profound. We always relate to the pain of new catalyst by relating to the other person as bringer of catalyst. In doing so, we forget that the other is ourselves, not like ourselves, but our very hearts and souls. In this way of seeing, we can look at the fullness of tragedy in Don's and my illness and his death as the creator serving the creator with exactly the catalyst needed for the utmost polarization in consciousness and the greatest growth of spirit. In opening his heart, Don fell ill and died in the tradition of lost love and desperate romance that has moved us since the beginning of history, and that death was an utter giving away of self. It was as though Don finished everything else he wished to do in life and then took on the personal reason he had come to Earth's physical plane, the opening of his heart. He was so very wise, and with the sacrifice of self in the most brutal, literal sense, that wisdom was balanced fully with compassion and open-hearted love. As for me, I cannot fault the path that stubbornly sent my soul to batter against the walls of self until I at last began struggling to express wisdom as well as love in my life. Such were our gifts to each other. Such are the currents between us all. Since Ra gave us the cleansing ritual referred to in this session, I've seen it used several times by those who have come to l l research, and in every case it seems to have been quite useful. I think that doing some sort of cleansing of a new place is a good metaphysical habit, for people do leave behind the thought forms, traces imprinted on the aura of the places they have been, especially those they've stayed in for considerable time. And even when the vibrations are basically good, they might not harmonize completely with our own or your own. So it is good to magnetize the place for your own uses, even if all you do is burn sage or say a prayer of dedication. The world of spirit has much to do with us, though we cannot in most ways know or see such influence, offering that part of things respect is wise. So, no exclamation marks here, and no um, uh, forced enthusiasm. Very poignant, very heartfelt, uh, very deep-mind, heartful, honest um, sharing from Carla here, I think. And (coughs) uh, the Don statement uh, that um, it's easier, or Jim, Jim and raw. It's easier to be noticed when you're standing in a spotlight. Um, yeah, it's um, inevitable that people who are doing significant uh, metaphysical work, positive and negative, but particularly positive, uh, are noticed in higher dimensions. Higher dimensional benevolent beings are very happy <laughs> when human beings do solid metaphysical work, um, love, light, uh, metaphysical work whether it's solitary meditation or group wise by ritual or um, meditating together or um, prayer <coughs> uh, any kind of or, or channeling like they're doing here although to me most channeling today is not really channeling It's uh, there's a lot of self-deception a lot of self-deception in most channeling I believe these days but this this uh, LNL contact is the real deal. And um, <clears throat> you can see that um, uh, it, br- it draws attention from negative entities as well. Um, that's uh, a law, because they want to take the light or reduce, you know, kidnap some of the love light that's generated or associated with the metaphysical working. And so, yeah... In nineteen eighty two, L L was totally obscure and not well not known at all in the New Age community. It wasn't much of a New Age community actually in eighty uh, two. Meanwhile, they were <laughs> already on the radar of Orion and uh, human Orion followers. And <clears throat> uh, you know, she says that our consciously known energies <laughs> We're in perfect harmony and agreement. And that's that's very honest, because um, what, we, what we believe we know is what we consciously know. And yet there's much more to us and our process that we don't know that's unconscious. It's unknown, unconscious. And so it may seem that they or we are in perfect harmony and agreement. And to me, I, I would never even use perfect. I can never imagine... I, I could never even imagine using the word "I'm in perfect health." We're in perfect harmony. This is perfect. Now, maybe if you have a peak experience and you're feeling uh, utter joy, maybe she's walk, walk coming, you know, walking through joy here, and and feels so much that <clears throat> that she could say "perfect," but she didn't know. She didn't know. And most of the time, we don't know. We don't know. And that's real. Not that's a real problem. You know, we may know we don't know much. That's okay because we're seeking to know what we realize we don't know. But that we don't know we don't know is problematic. <laughs> and that's where surprises in the mind and the, the reactivity occur. Not knowing that was still in me, not knowing I could react this way, not knowing what hit me and um it's commonly called feeling out of control, but it's a it's a product of inadequate self-understanding. <laughs> And it, 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 it certainly is, relates to the tendency to exaggerate wellness, which is a love over wisdom trait, such as, uh, I'm perfect, I'm great, everything's fine, it's really great. There's a lot of avoidance or a lot of um, unrecognized um, ignorance in that statement. And so, human distortions below the level of conscious control and that unfortunately is the way we often operate which is the conscious mind is more or less controlling and everything else um is currently uncontrolled and yet um that there there are much deeper understandings of the conscious mind than the a point of control and i'm not sure i'm not saying carla was a controlling person either but it's just a common parlance um everything under control or it's, uh, the conscious mind is seen as a self-controller, when the conscious mind really is, um, an eye in the sky, <laughs> not the Orion eye or Illuminati fool's eye, but the, the, the eye of, um, pure presence consciousness, in that, that recognizes, um, that is focused in this extremely narrowed um, mindful awareness in 3D physical in this moment of time and space it's a focusing of infinity in in 3D sentience and that conscious mind um, is extremely contracted um, without working and that's the veil the result of the veil So there was much more going on than uh, she saw with Don. And yet, uh, she's uh, very deeply self-accepting, actually, here, saying that, um, nor would I have been myself if I had somehow known Don was doubting my fidelity. So she's accepting her um, lack of awareness of his process regarding her and the relationship at that time, And so there's a certain perfection to simply being ourselves, which may mean making a mistake or not seeing something critical or making a decision that leads us to fall down and, you know, bruise our nose. And so um, distortion as perfection, (laughs) the complete and whole and perfect nature of distortion and its consequences, which are further dukkha and suffering and stress and difficulty. Uh, you know, I sometimes think that one of the great achievements of uh, living here with all these, what, Orion and the Sleepers? The 3D Orion followers and the Sleepers? Because that's how we have this situation on Earth today, you know. We have 3D Orion um, minions who think they're big stuff <laughs> and are totally hooked in the mouth. Meanwhile, you have a vast proportion of people who are quiet, quiet uh, simply quiet. Um, not seeking and thinking in a focused way, and therefore easy pickings for the Orion minions, um, uh, thinking that, that that's God too, that's the Logos too, their nature is our nature, self and other is one, one self. And that one of the purposes for some wanderers here is to realize that distortion and spiritual sleep and all the evil consequences of all the ignorance and one-eye-blind negativity, um, that that's all complete and whole and perfect too, just as is. And that's quite a piece of work, which doesn't mean I support it or help it or do anything to it with it, but I see its nature. And to see the, the true nature of evil and distortion and sleep and ignorance um, as uh, as another expression of Godhead um, is pretty serious working, if one can uh, deeply know. Anyway, she's accepting his ignorance, her ignorance, her distortions, their distortions, and that's really the only way we can move to forgiveness. I mean, forgiveness, I've always understood, as a love-wisdom blend. It's a product of deep acceptance in the heart and uh, discernment, comprehension that ultimately it could not have been otherwise. It could have been, theoretically, but in fact, um, what is cannot but be. Um, Life is as it cannot but be, given the causes in play at the time. And so, yeah, we really made mistakes and hurt people and hurt ourselves and missed opportunities many times, all of us, many. and yet it couldn't but be that or we couldn't but be that way um at that time and so you know uh, go forth and sin no more <laughs> yeshua's comment uh, go forth and sin no more that's it meaning don't make more trouble um but self-punishment self-blaming um is unhelpful so anyway Uh, Carla got to a very deep level of forgiveness and peace and acceptance and understanding and uh, could say, all is well, nothing is lost. Um, She doesn't actually feel a sharpness of sorrow, and that's true, uh, and can feel deep love for him and his life and his death and their relationship in its um, totality and and in its distortion. And I'm sure Don and Carla are together now um, with great love, (laughs) great loving radiance, uh, helping us all, um, as we, as we call, as we need, as we can, as they can. So, um, it's very loving and beautiful, um, love story. Uh, and you know, in sixth density, (laughs) um, how much separation or difference is there between Don and Carla is that, You know it's really uh, two expressions of the same beingness and um, uh, there's much more going on than what we what we are aware of anyway raw later on will make the comment that the source of all catalysts is self especially higher self because the self is generally associated with the conscious mind and that's not the whole self (laughs) The conscious mind is not the whole self. And uh, materialists don't know that, and that's why they're one-eye blind, because they don't have the eye that sees within. They only have an eye that sees without, and it sees without within. It doesn't see within, and sees only the material, physical, phenomenal, separative, um, illusory display. (laughs) It's a path based on Um, willing uh, attachment uh, extended attachment to illusion and Maya but uh, catalyst you know what is catalyst right well depends on your level of magnification there's uh, sensations in the body and illness and wellness there's uh, emotional mental samskara right the perceptions that lead to mental emotional process all mental activity whatsoever Everything there's catalyst that uh, other people interact with us, or phenomena you know coming at us from the environment, so-called others or other self. there's catalyst of inspiration and, and information and power, knowledge, whatever from higher dimensions. But who is this? <laughs> who is that? Who are you? What are the? Lim- what are your limits? Hmm? Is your limit your body? Is the limit of yourself, body, body, mind, personality, one incarnation? Is the limit of self, higher self, Atman, sixth density? What is the limit of self? Well, <laughs> you can't answer it until you're unlimited. When you're free, you'll know that there is no limit. And so, uh, limited viewpoint causes distortion. And limited sense of self is a form of limited viewpoint. And um, But <laughs> it's only way down the path that... that uh, Ahamkara is uh, seen as sunya, or one realizes that um, the sense of self is concocted, fabricated, and um, illusory. Um, Totality is selfhood, or unbound presence is the one. And there is no other one but that one, which is all. So, anyway, on and on. Let's go into Ra 101.0. Ra says... I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Don first asks about Carla. Could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Ra says, all energy levels of the instrument are somewhat diminished due to the distortions of physical pain and recent mental-emotional catalyst. However, the energy levels appear to be very liable to be improved in what you call your immediate future. So what Ra was reading her various complex energy levels such as body and vitality physical and vital energy complexes and saw that they were uh, likely to get better soon Uh, but there was more physical pain because of various forms of catalyst and challenge Uh, they go on to ask about Jim Dawn says thank you what has caused the swelling in Jim's body and what can be done to heal it and Ra gives a very long answer here the longest of the session it seems saying for the answer to this query we must begin with the consideration of the serpent signifying wisdom this symbol, meaning the serpent has the value of the ease of viewing the two faces of the one who is wise positive wisdom this could be called a positive use of wisdom positive wisdom adorns the brow indicating indigo ray work Negative wisdom, by which we intend to signify expressions which effectually separate the self from the other self, may be symbolized by the poison of the fangs. To use that which a mind body spirit complex has gained of wisdom for the uses of separation is to invite the fatal bite of that wisdom's darker sight. The entity, and I think that's being Jim, the entity has a mental emotional tendency which has been lessening in distortion for some of your space-time, towards negative wisdom. Uh, I'll unpack this later. The entity, Jim, being already aware of this, causes us not to dwell upon this point, but merely to specifically draw the boundaries of the metaphysical background for the energizing of a series of bites from one of your second-density species. In this case, the bite was no more than that of one of the arachnids, sometimes called the wood spider. However, it is possible that were enough work done to test the origin of the pathology of the entity, it is within possibility, probability, limits that the testing would show the bite of the cotton mouth rather than the bite of the common wood spider. The energizing took its place within the lymphatic system of the entity's yellow ray physical body, Therefore, the working continues, meaning the illness. (laughs) There is increasing strain upon the spleen, the suprarenal glands, the renal complex, and some possibility, probability of difficulty with the liver. Further, the lymphatic lymphatic difficulties have begun to strain the entity's bronchial system. This is some general information upon what is to be noted as a somewhat efficient working of the poison from the snake the removal of these distortions has several portions firstly it is well to seek the good offices of the one known as Stuart, so that the harsh chemical means may be taken to reawaken the histaminic reflexes of the entity and to aid in removal of edema water flow the water gain secondly we suggest that which has already begun that is the request of the one now, one known now to this group as Bob, that this entity may focus its aid upon the metaphysical connections with the yellow ray body. Thirdly, this entity must make, must take note of its physical vehicle need for potassium. The ingesting of the fruit of the banana palm is recommended. Fourthly, the links between the swelling of contumely and the apparent present situation is helpful As always, the support of the harmonious group is an aid, as is meditation. It is to be noted that this entity, Jim, requires some discipline in the meditation which the others of the group do not find necessary in the same manner. Therefore, the entity may continue with its forms of meditation, knowing that each in the group supports it entirely, although the instinct to share in the discipline is not always present. Each entity has its ways of viewing and learning from the illusion, and each possesses, each processes catalyst using unique circuitry. Thus, all need not be the same to be equal in will and faith. So, long, um, very personalized uh, guidance for Jim. And <coughs> Ra analogizes wisdom, which is significantly a fifth ray. Uh, function with a uh, snake uh, as polarized in that uh, wisdom. You know, there's a positive and negative use of wisdom. Each uh, is the way of polarization on the positive and the negative paths. So, uh, the positive use of wisdom, the negative use of wisdom, um, is really uh, the polarized use of non um non-polarized uh, reality or a rec- it's basically um a non-polarized non um non-moral um realization of what is in concept which we call wisdom discernment um like you can discern um one a healer or A healer or a manipulator (laughs) may discern psychological characteristics. So the healer um, may discern uh, the structure of psychological uh, identity, meaning a psychological mm, a person's uh, one's personal psychology and sense of self. By that, one may see both distortion and clarity. By that, that's just wisdom. The wisdom of another being's uh, current personal psychology regarding sense of self. That then may be used uh, to help them or to control them. And so uh, the great manipulators uh, in the negative camp are, um, you know, keen psychologists, uh, the black psychologists. And, um, uh, you know, (laughs) there are many uh, methodologies like NLP or even Scientology. That have some keen psychological insight that can be used to both help or manipulate, and so Ra's calling it positive wisdom and negative wisdom, I would say it's the positive use of wisdom and the negative use of wisdom because wisdom itself it's, as far as I see, is simply um, functionally efficient, function functionally accurate uh, conceptualization of systems and processes, um, phenomena, causal and consequential. (laughs) That's a long-winded answer. So, knowing what is, particularly cause and effect, systems, processes, complex um, interactive dynamics uh, of whatever, whether it's building a bridge or personal psychology or the interplay between astral and physical body, whatever, um knowing systems, processes, causality, sequences, complex interplay that's you know conceptually knowing it in a functionally efficient way, meaning knowing it in ways that it makes it one can do work. Um, I call wisdom, very fifth ray, beautiful blue, but not positive or negative, but there's positive use, negative use of wisdom, so okay, uh, positive use or positive. Uh, akin to six ray negative um which you know what, what's the the purpose of con- the purpose of negative of learning wisdom or developing discernment to manipulate is to continue on the negative path that is um effectually separating self from other or increasing the sense of separation <laughs> it's not real it's not reality it's a sense of separation it's illusory, but the negatives proceed on that. Uh, akin to the poison of a snake's fangs. All right, So, to the extent that Jim um, has attachment to anger complex, um, and he was indeed bitten by a spider or a snake, and we could say that that's a symbolism of what Ra calls um, his, uh, uh, his mental-emotional tendency towards negative wisdom which is called control. (laughs) It's called manipulation and control, by the way. It's called taking advantage of people based on on keenness of insight. I mean, I met Jim. Hi, Jim, if you're listening, which you're probably not. But I met Jim, and he wasn't doing that to me at all. So I didn't see that at all. Um, But um, this is, you know, Ra's perspective. And... um, you can say that it's uh, the negative use of wisdom or anger. You know, what the expression of anger in a refined way is um, domination, control, manipulation by mind, which is the negative use of wisdom. And so uh, it's sort of a, a fitting um, physical manifestation that, that when we're stuck in anger complex because we have attachment to... Um, Uh, wisdom over love and manipulation over acceptance. It's not unreasonable then to get bitten by a snake. In Gautama, there was a famous case, a monk who was bitten by a snake and died in the cave 2,500 years ago. And the monks asked Gautama about it. And Gautama said that, well, if he had been doing the Brahma-Vihara meditations and um, pervading the space with love and kindness, it wouldn't have happened. And so... The antidote to anger, attachment, aggression in mind is loving-kindness to self and other. That changes the field around us. That changes our relation to entities. Even here, I find mosquitoes, the mosquitoes in my room that come sometimes, they don't really want to bite me. They actually want to leave the room. It's very strange. I see many mosquitoes on the screen, or that's often where they are. And, uh, I open the screen and I help them out, because they'd rather not be in here. And even the wasps, when they come, and the bees and the wasps, big, you know, two-inch brown wasp, tough guys, real tough guy, but they're good. And, um, I know them. And, um, I just indicate the window, and walk closely to the window, open the window, take my broom, and gently show them the way, and out they go, and they do a little dance and leave in the air. And, um... One can make friends with snakes and spiders. I had a snake um, right uh, three feet from my front door, resting for a few hours in the uh, um, out of the midday sun last year. And uh, he didn't bother me, I didn't bother him, and uh, I was happy to have a visit from the local community. Uh, but um, I, too, <laughs> need to work through anger, as most of us, when you have a strong mind or intellect, it's um, easy for that to, for one to be um, attached to anger, because the problem is not arising anger, the problem is an attachment to it, and um, angry disposition as a crutch, as some kind of distorted self-empowerment, don't fuck with me, Um, or walking around sourpuss, and it's really unnecessary, actually, but... Um, underneath that is usually fear, but as the mind strengthens, it's inevitable that we um, have attachment um, for many people to anger complex. Anyway, Ra was explaining the, the diagnosis and you can see it affected the whatever this was, snake or spider, the lymph system trying to clear things out, the spleen and red blood production, everybody was stressed out, the kidneys, the liver, and then even the bronchial. <clears throat> so, Ra recommends that he goes to both a an allopathic and what might be a naturopathic doctor and potassium. Hey, hey. Potassium is good. Uh, the swelling of the contumely is um, uh, an insult. <laughs> insulting rudeness in speech or manner. An insult, insulting act. The link is between the body water swelling, the, the water weight gain of edema and body swelling, and the swelling uh, as a manifestation of the insect insult of being bitten by an angry little creature, maybe, snake or spider, as a reflection of his own attachment to anger and negative use of wisdom. Um... And that's the link between the swelling of the contumely, the swelling, you know, the physical water-based swelling as a result of the insult of the bite and the pattern of attachment to negative use of wisdom. Um, as always, uh, symptomology mirrors um, mentality. And so the body manifests, Raw Ross said, you know, catalyst not used by mind and spirit is then offered to body and um, you can say that the little creatures uh, whoever bit him um, because he was not in adequate love wisdom, loving kindness um, at that time or for a while um, it's inevitable that we, I mean ultimately I think all of our physical ailments can be traced to mental distortions Um, and Buddhism analyzes it to the three poisons, grasping, aversion, ignorance or Desire, which includes the sorrow of not having. um, Greed, lust, I want, and anger, aversion, I hate. And that goes to negative use of wisdom and ignorance or, you know, dim-mindedness. Anyway, he was working through that. And it's also a final important point, Ross saying that um, each entity, in fact, not only each in the group, but each in the world, each of us has our own way of viewing and learning from the illusion each one of us processes processes Catalyst using unique circuitry. And so that's wisdom too. The wisdom to know the way I handle Catalyst um, being good for me or the way I'm currently using Catalyst, I'm currently uh, processing my Catalyst is not working. You know, there are a lot of people, they go to a healer and they go to a healer and they go to a healer or they try this and they try this and they try that and it doesn't get better, but they keep doing it. It's like people who have a certain diet and they still remain sick. Well, hello, maybe your diet is not good for you. If, you, if you're if you trying a treatment, anything, for body or mind, and things are not getting better, well, maybe it isn't the right treatment for you. Mm. And so, uh, it is wisdom to know um, the ways of handling situations that do and don't work for us. And... What works for one doesn't necessarily work for another, it's very personal, Um, and one needs to be true to one's way of taking care of oneself. So, uh, viewing and learning from the illusion means how people see what is, which is um, (laughs) the root of illusion, reality as the root of illusion, or illusion is misperception of reality, reality beyond illusion is the basis of (laughs) false seeing. Um, You know, reality stands uh, even when we're caught in illusion. But we have our own ways of seeing and um, being with our seeing and handling our difficulties of mind-body. But some people don't have a very good way. (laughs) Some people, or many people, don't know how to handle things very well. So people don't want to get sick and they keep getting sick. People don't want trouble, but they keep getting trouble. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> my method isn't working, but um, this is a uh, important matter, and a lot of people, you know, would would rather continue unhelpful ways than realize I'm wrong, my mistaken, or this way is mistaken and wrong and unhelpful. I need to change my way or my view because I am not getting better, and I am the boss here, and I'm responsible for not getting better because. Maybe what I'm doing isn't in fact suitable. So (laughs) that's really important. But a lot of people don't get that. And it's hard, right? We're under the veil. 101.3 Don says, thank you. I will make a statement as to the way I see the action, and I would request Ra's comment. I see the present position as the creator knowing itself presently using the concept of polarization. We seem to accentuate or to produce catalyst to increase the desired polarization whether the mechanism be random through what we call the higher self or through the services of an oppositely polarized entity acting upon us with catalyst. All of these seem to produce the same effect, which is more intense polarization in the desired direction. Once that direction has been definitely chosen, I see catalyst of the second density in insect bite be, excuse me, being a function of either or of any of being a function of either or, either or of any of the sources of which I have spoken, from random to augmented through the higher self, or through the oppositely polarized services of those who monitor our, activity, our activities, all of which have roughly the same effect, ultimate effect, would Ra comment on my observation. Ra said, we find your observations unexceptional and in the large correct um, They also seem a bit confusing to me, but um, yes, (laughs) we can say that all phenomena is a manifestation or expresses the Creator's desire to know itself. All is one, the Creator is all, okay. So all that is and all that occurs clearly is Godhead experiencing Godhead at at an ultimate essential level of, of its nature. Uh, using the concept of polarization, yes, polarization is a concept. It's a <clears throat> dualistic, um, it, it's the product of dualistic consciousness and belief. And yet, by the concept or the illusory concept of polarization, real work can be done on the seven rays in what's called body, mind, spirit. Uh, we accentuate, we produce catalysts. Um, catalyst occurs ultimately, you know, by the self-recognizing phenomena that um, is considered, um, you know, rea- that we are to which we react, um, reactable phenomena. And so, okay, the purpose of that catalyst is to increase our, to, you know, to develop further on our choice of path. Um, sometimes that catalyst comes in randomly although I don't, I'm not sure if it's really random, it's just um, more of a collective uh, causation than uh, of the personal stream, but it's all very subtle, actually. Or from higher self, or another negatively oriented opposite polarized entity works on us, okay? It, it's not like you can say, it's not that the catalyst produces the same effect. Catalyst doesn't produce polarization the way we relate to catalyst produces polarization or not. It's called the efficient use of catalyst. So the more efficient the use of catalyst, um, the more indeed polarization and balance and the seven rays are well developed on either path. But, But catalyst doesn't make polarization. You do it. You know, life doesn't heal you, you heal you. Time doesn't heal, you heal you over time. This is very important. Um, you didn't make me angry, I made me angry as my reaction to your speech um, you make me so happy, no you didn't make me happy you provided catalyst of whatever nature and my reaction was naturally great happiness, but that's not very romantic to put in those terms, so uh, the the desire of course is further development and um, Don was just sort of understanding the uh, insect or snake bite as a function of Catalyst coming in to ultimately help Jim on continue polarizing. Alright, 101.4 Don says, in this particular case, which avenue was the one that produced the Catalyst of the bite? Meaning, what, what happened here with Catalyst? Ross says, the nature of Catalyst is such that there is only one source for the Catalyst and experience are further attempts at specificity in dealing with the architecture of the unconscious mind of the self. Therefore, in an incarnational experience, the self as creator, especially the higher self, is the base from which Catalyst stands to offer its service to the mind, body, or spirit. In the sense which we feel you intend, the source was the fifth density negative friend, which had noted the gradual falling away of the inharmonious patterns of the distortion called anger-frustration in the entity. The insect was easily led to an attack, and the physical vehicle, which had long-standing allergies and sensitivities, was also easily led into the mechanisms of the failure of lymphatic function and the greatly diminished ability of the immune system to remove from the yellow ray body that which distorted it. And um, this is actually a very deep answer. Um, Ra said that the source of distortion is the limit of the viewpoint. And so distortion is very much uh, a the result of conceptual production concept in mind. How are perspectives? Viewpoint, point of view, so the basis of distortion being how we th- see and how we think how we perceive and how we interpret and being mistaken imbalanced you know mm, quite limited quite um partial biased whatever so the nature of uh, distortion or the cause of distortion as limited viewpoint or limited view um, leads to um, inefficient use of catalyst. Meanwhile, when we're talking about catalyst, because all is one, there's only one source of catalyst. You can say the one infinite creator. But um, a little less uh, uni- universal than that, um, Ross says the catalyst, catalyst and experience are further attempts at specificity in dealing with the architecture of the unconscious mind of the self. And so, it's no accident that Ra's using the terms for Tarot Positions 3 and 4, Catalyst and Experience, whether it's mind or body or spirit. These two uh, represent a, tra- a pair, which was one way that Ra recommended study of the Tarot, which was a study of pairs, 1 and 2, 3 and 4, uh, 6 and 7. Likewise, chakras can be understood as 2 and 3, 4 and Uh, 5, can also be looked at 2 and 6 and 3 and 5, or 1 and 7, 2 and 6 and 3 and 5. Likewise, there's all sorts of uh, pairing, um, which is basically uh, intelligent energy resonance between chakras and between um, archetypal nodal positions in deep mind processing. Right, are archetypes as concept complexes for energy processing of mind, body, spirit, in mind, the deep mind. Um, the seven is the result of several pairs' expansion. Originally, there was a three, and the three gave rise to the seven. So you have basically one that gives rise to uh, an apparent two that that solidifies to a three and that three gives rise to a seven so that's cosmic numerics My talk on that one three seven two and the movement from three to seven is an expansion of pairings or manifests in pairings uh, coming out of the three so there are embedded pairings in the three (laughs) and so that comes out as a seven uh, the architecture of the unconscious mind of the self is similar to the deep mind resource of uh, the archetypal mind, right? So the archetypal mind is the uh, is in the unconscious a portion of the unconscious. Um, its architecture is sevenfold. The sevenfold goes by pairs: one, two, three, four, uh, five, uh, five in the middle, and then six, seven. Um, likewise, the seven chakras can be analyzed similarly. And in multi- there's a variety of pairings that can be analyzed as well. But uh, both these two positions of what's called what's experienced as catalyst, and it, it are uh, the the subjective reaction to the apparently objectives of catalyst. So catalyst, you see, is the apparently objective, <laughs> and experience is the apparent is the response of the apparently subjective catalyst is what? What comes up in my body? What comes at me from the world? What comes down from higher self or other dimensions? What's coming into me, uh, me as conscious mind, right? What comes to the conscious mind? It's apparently objective. The conscious mind is the apparently subjective. The conscious mind reacts to the apparently objective catalyst and makes experience. That pair is illusory. (laughs) That pair is simply an attempt Um, In logoic creation of of the mind-body-spirit, or the seven-dimensional self architecture, the architecture of the seven-dimensional self includes the architecture of the unconscious mind. The unconscious mind is um, a reflection of uh, all that is not 3D space-time of the seven-dimensional self. Hello. So, um, specificity in dealing with the architecture. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's another way of saying, um, by the the phenomenon of what we deem catalyst objective and what we consider a subjective reception and um, utilization or response to catalyst experience, by that pair, that phenomenological experiential pair, um, we are f- the conscious mind further knows the unconscious, dealing with the unconscious of the archi- architecture. Dealing with the architecture of, of of the deep mind, that dealing with the architecture really means um, bringing healing and balance. Uh, you know, poten- it's it's potentiating the conscious mind, right? Matrix and potentiator. It's the necessary potentiation of the conscious mind or the matrix of mind, uh, which is the path, <laughs> which is the path. So, in one incarnation, um, the self as creator or the creator stand-in, which is called the mind-body-spirit complex, um, and particularly higher self um, is raw, raw calling a base from which Catalyst stands to offer its service to the mind-body-spirit. Um, it's the apparent subjective. It's the apparent subjectivity um, self, which is generally considered conscious mind, but it's uh, you know to the degree that the conscious mind or matrix of mind is potentiated, Meaning, uh, we've thinned the veil between we, the, the diaphragm is soft, and um, the lower triad and the upper triad uh, are lovers the lower, the inner, and the outer. We one loves the in the lower triad, not narcissist <laughs> love <laughs> as uh, open, open hearted reception, welcome uh, to the extent that the upper triad welcomes the lower triad the conscious mind is potentiated by the deep mind, and the apparent subjectivity um, further um, makes love with (laughs) the apparent objectivity of the deep mind. And um, it's kind of a union between the conscious and the the unconscious inner. And Catalyst offers its service as the um, as the stimulant, as the accelerant, as the catalyst, which basically accelerates the process of integration or potentiation of the conscious mind by the deep mind, by the conscious mind's seeking. So, um, meanwhile, the negative entity has no trouble uh, moving little insects around and having them bite here or there and doesn't have any problem to amp up uh, pre-incarnative distortions in Jim's body, or us, whenever that might happen. So, <laughs> very interesting. Now, this session ends at uh, 101.9, and I'm just going to leave the next four or five questions to the next talk, which will actually be in a couple of weeks, um, because there's no need to rush it, and... um these elaborations, uh, I think, are helpful, they're helpful to me. I hope they're helpful to somebody listening, uh, because um, their personal material is resonant with our personal material. <laughs> and Ra's guidance to them is resonant with um, guidance that may be helpful for us, dealing with our own body illness caused by mental or associated with mental distortion and our own mental distortion caused by unrecognized um, attachment or fear uh, or limited viewpoint and so um personal material (laughs) we need um because um, the measure of our wellness (laughs) is the is the degree to which we've brought love wisdom healing balance to our personal process so next time we'll pick up at 101.5 and go further, um, and not take it to, not try to push it all here today. So I hope it's been helpful to everyone. Thank you for being here with me, and um, please take good care of yourselves. Till next we meet. Goodbye.